0: Thanks for joining me for Season 5 of the We're Not Done Yet podcast. This is Susan Macias, and I'm so glad you're here as we talk about how we can serve the Lord, how we can serve our communities and each other, because if we're not home yet, we're not done yet. Do you have big plans for 2024, but you aren't quite sure how to get it all done? then you are going to love today's podcast. I have learned so much from Krista Hutchins and feel like without her, I would not get done what I can plan and get done. So stay tuned. Thank y'all for joining today. We are talking to Krista Hutchins. Krista, I'm so glad for you to be here. I am so glad to be with you. So this is Krista's second um, interview on the podcast, and I will link her first one. But this one, we are going to talk about leading into 2024. And it's so easy to think, okay, okay, new year, I'm going to start, I'm going to get everything going, and and then you know, find yourself a month into the year and confused about the path. And um has helped me for quite some time. But last year we had a special thing. Um, she had something special that I participated in that made all the difference for this last year. So we want to talk about that. But let me um, introduce Krista real quick. Krista Hutchins equips busy communicators and leaders with project management and problem solving skills so they can turn their big ideas into a successful ministry or business. She's passionate about teaching women to find practical application of the Bible in their personal, professional, and ministry lives. She lives in South Louisiana with her husband in their delightfully empty nest. So Krista, thank you for being here.
1: I'm so glad to be here. And we can't let my kids hear that because they always get offended when they hear someone call it the delightfully empty nest.
0: (laughs) You know what? But they will have a delightfully empty nest someday and they will fully understand what you were talking about. True, So we're going to talk about how to kind of go in from moving from one year into the next. And you um, have three steps that you were talking about that really kind of help you wind up and move forward. So what's that first step that as Christian creatives that we need to be looking at?
1: The first step is to look back at this year. And sometimes we don't want to do that, especially if we feel like, This year hasn't really gone like we want it to, um, or we didn't achieve some goals that we thought we were going to. And we can look back and all we can see is the failure. But if you look back in a very structured way, almost everyone that I have done this exercise with has come back and said, Wow, I thought this was a waste of a year, but look at what I really did get done. Look at all the things that I did. Get done. And that is so encouraging. And I think it's just, again, as a testimony of what God can do when you are making your best effort, even though your effort may not be able to be what you want it to be because of whatever situation you're in in life, God takes all of that and he does things with it. And so taking that look back um, is so important because you will see the successes And you need to look at the at the things that didn't go right as well. Um, But I I think that's just a really critical first step.
0: Yeah, I sometimes have done that uh, looking back or, you know, going and doing numbers and just feeling like nothing's happened. Yet, if you really go back and strategically look at everything, you realize, oh, there was progress. There was something that got done. There is more done now than there was a year ago. And that's something the Lord's really convicted me about is. He's never doing nothing.
1: Right. And I'm his
0: child and I love him and I'm trying to follow him and communicate about him. So none of that is nothing. Right. And And that he
1: wants you to learn from from those things, because mm -hmm. sometimes we can just like do it like check in the box. Okay, here's all the things that went good. Here's all the things that went bad. Here's what I want to do next year. Um, But we need to look at those things with a purpose. What went well? so that I can repeat that? How can I make that happen again? What didn't go well so that I can avoid doing that? Or what Mm -hmm. lesson can I learn from that? What do I want to carry with me into the next year so that I can build on top of it? So looking at those things with a purpose behind the question, not just to make a list, check it off, put some numbers and look just at the black and white of it. But asking the Lord to show you, great, here's the black and white. Now, Lord, what do you want me to learn from this? And I think that type of looking back at last year is such a really valuable exercise.
0: That's so good because it's we're not, we don't have good enough eyesight to mm. really be able to evaluate everything. Right. We need to be praying and asking the Lord, what do you think about this? Yeah. yeah. And and that is going to open up a whole new way of thinking. Okay, so that was step one. What is step two?
1: Step two is creating your strategic plan for the year. So that is really important because you may have some ideas of what you wanna do, um, maybe you have too many ideas of what you want to do in the year. And so you can be very frustrated and scattered at the beginning of the year, trying to say, what should I do first? What should I do next? You can also second guess yourself and say, oh, I, um, you know, I, I should have chosen this first instead of that. You can also um, get really frustrated in not knowing what the next step should be. Instead of just taking the step, you want everything to be perfect before you take the step. Um, Another common problem I see in this gym area is that people want to know everything that's going to happen before they do the first thing and then when they have their eyes on those other things that are going to happen they just they get distracted and they run from one thing to another without ever finishing anything so Mm -hmm. having a strategic plan for the year um and, and is is just really important and i think that whole strategic planning thing starts right at the same place where we ended with our look back it starts with asking the lord what do you want me to do this year what and really just kind of exploring in your heart and your mind and your soul what is what does it look like a year from now if i just stood back and i said wow god look at what you did this year what would that look like? So starting from that point, and then branching out from there to create a plan that's strategic, that it's forward-looking, but also grounded in what you need to do right now. It's really
0: good because, you know, all of us. You talk, you, you. I think you're the one I got it from the idea tornado you know there's just so many ideas the ideas are not the hard part right so um <laughs> you yeah, plenty of those be, you have plenty of those and so it can also be that shiny um object syndrome to where you know the new year the new thing the new and um can make a do a whole lot of work and not make a lot of progress so the idea of looking back at the year in step 1 and evaluating it to then go into step 2 you're going to be building on what you've already done instead of going, okay, Okay, this year, what I'm going to do is, and it's a whole new thing, and so you make no progress.
1: Yeah, I think you make no progress when you, when you don't have a plan. Um, and someone, I, I've been talking about this a little bit recently. I, I heard someone say um, that you get what you plan for, and I I don't really think that's true. Um, I think that if I had got everything I planned for, I would be in a different place where I am right now. But God's plans are better than our plans and so does that mean that we shouldn't spend our time planning no i think that having a plan gives us the flexibility to embrace everything that god puts in front of us and we can make good decisions because we had a starting point we weren't just in this big bubble so that you know if how do you tell if something really cool that god is bringing you how do you differentiate between that and just another idea that you have right if If it sort of maybe fits within the plan that he gave you at the beginning of the year, that's another good clue that that's something he wants you to pursue. So Mm -hmm. spending that time creating a very strategic plan of what you want to accomplish for the year, breaking that down into what you want to accomplish for the first quarter, and then breaking that further down into what do I do when the calendar page turns the first week of January? What am I going to, where am I going to start? I think that's a, that's an important process to go through as well.
0: Yeah, and then so step
1: 3. Is... Step 3 is setting aside some time to get yourself a head start on the year. And I think this is what you did with me last year. We had such a great time, but setting aside two or three days to just get things done. Not necessarily a time of learning unless that's one of the things you need to do, but just a time to okay, I've got my plan. I know what I want to accomplish this year. Let's knock out some things, some projects, some foundational work, some uh, just stuff that gets in your way and get it off your table. Those are the kind of things you could spend one good long weekend getting all that off. And then you will have a head start into what you've planned to do for the year. Yeah.
0: So last year, when this came up and you had this um, and what is it called? What's the title of the, do
1: your thing, the, do your thing retreat, (laughs) The do your thing retreat. I love that. So I was like, I, the, the
0: thought of going somewhere and just being able to work and just being able, but you're in an environment of other people working. So everybody's working. And that just sounded heavenly to me. And my husband was like, I mean, I don't understand. Couldn't you just like, you know rent a hotel room and it'd be less money it's like yeah but i'd watch tv and relax because i'm also tired so
1: (laughs) you,
0: you know so i drove eight hours to get to um over near new orleans area to to do this retreat and it was so productive it was so productive krista it was amazing so tell tell people about what it looks like and then i can tell people about how what i experienced at it
1: yeah well my um my one, my three goals for the weekend are for you to feel comfortable, creative and connected. So um, in the in the, in the retreat, we have one big villa um on a nice golf course here in south louisiana and it's got individual rooms so everybody has their has a rooms and has bathrooms and a, a meeting room all the accommodations there's a place for each person to have their own personal workspace so you can set up for the weekend leave your stuff there come back to it during the time um, i tried really hard not to have like i don't do any teaching um we did have one little special training session because people were all interested in the same thing but in general there's no teaching um it's just a time for you to set aside to get thing just get things done and so we provide all of the space your personal workspace We provide all your meals from Thursday through Sunday morning, of course, your accommodations. We went out to dinner at a really great Cajun restaurant. Mm -hmm. We have um, all the office supplies you could imagine that you might need to do any of that. Um, And we just had such a sweet spirit in the house. You know, you get 11 women in a house and you think, okay, this is really risky. Are people really going to be able to focus on their work? But just the common mindset everyone had to be there and be working and know that the people around you were working everybody was very respectful of that and so you know we had we break from the work when we come in for um for meals uh, and everyone was able to kind of share where they were what they had gotten done bounce ideas off of each other so there was a lot of camaraderie and connection and then easily go back into to where you were working and keep getting it done so two days and a little on the front and a little on the back too but two full days of having time to do whatever needs to be done
0: yeah. And I, I did find it kind of, it was strange because there was almost a synergy in mm-hmm. there uh, during the work times and we weren't working together, um, but you knew everybody was working. And since everybody was working, then it made you want to keep working. And we had a thing, I loved our our little charts. I kept mine that had the 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 little sticky notes of all the things, all the little Break down things you want to get done and then being able to move those over this. I'm working on this now. Ooh, I got it done. And your little uh, column with your done stickies started building up and it was so satisfying.
1: Yeah. To really see things being checked off your list and um, actually getting done. And I know some people, everybody did different things. I mean, some, we had a room set up for a podcast recording. So some, there was one person who was launching a brand new podcast and she recorded her first episodes there um, in the house, in the podcast room. We had a couple of people who um, were publishing books during the year and they worked on their launch plans and their launch materials. Um, A couple of people were launching coaching businesses and they worked on creating their packages and updating their websites and things like that. I mean, you can share what all you worked on because I know you had something special going on back there in your room. Well,
0: mine, my novel's coming out and it's coming out in February. And I will tell you that on my plan I did last January, it would have come out in October, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't, it wasn't running October, but it wouldn't have been any, it wouldn't, all of the steps. I needed to get all the steps down. I needed to get all the parts down and I needed to figure out how I could look at it in the year. And that wasn't the only thing that was going to happen. And so not only were we planning the things we're doing, but you're you're giving us that input on the side of what else is going on in your year. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're moving in June. Probably not going to get a lot done that month. Oh, my daughter's getting married in October probably should set aside time and not assume I'm going to be at the same level of productivity during that time. And so all of that was, was really good. I really did feel coming into uh, that. I wouldn't have gotten the book done this year if I hadn't done, um, if I hadn't done the workshop, like it just made it where I, I walked out of there thinking I can get this done. Now there were some things I've had to adjust the timeline because Mm -hmm. of length of editing time and other things. And that was unforeseen, but I could, I had the tools to readjust my timeline and not just feel like a failure. And it's still gonna happen. And it would not have been where it is now. I'm on the very last stages. I wouldn't have been there if I hadn't strategically planned out the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been so cool for me. My favorite part of the retreat has been, watching um, each person who was there taking the steps that they started then, to watch your book almost be ready to go, to watch someone else's book that actually launched, to watch the businesses that were launched, the podcasts that were launched. It's just been so cool to watch um, those things that people set aside time at the beginning of the year to get a good chunk done. Now, you know, Susan, a lot of my audience, um, that I'd speak to are women who are working full time while they're trying to pursue their God dream. And yes, you can, you can run a business. You can run a ministry on two hours here and there, you know, nap time, bedtime, whatever. But you have to have at some point, you need some really concentrated focus time. And so, to have that focus time at the beginning of the year, get everything centered, get all the little nagging things done out of your way, um, you're you'll be able to then maximize those little blocks of time that you have throughout the weeks,
0: yeah, and I think that's hard for us, Christian creatives, particularly women who are trying to juggle home and Mm -hmm. jobs Mm -hmm. and generations of kids and grandkids and all the things. And when I'm in San Antonio at my home, it's very hard to get extended period of time. But when I'm away, I'm just not available for anybody. And I can fully focus on the only needs I have, which right then Mm. is hearing from the Lord and planning out the year with him. And I love that focus. It wasn't like, go figure out your year. It's like, we're, we're walking hand in hand with the Lord. Mm -hmm. We can't, we don't know that our days, we, we have to do this with him. So that was a a lovely focus as well. So if somebody's listening to this going, oh my gosh, that's what I want to do. Where can they find out more?
1: So the retreat, you can go to doanewthing.com slash retreat. And on that page, it has all the information about this year's retreat, which is January the 11th through the 14th. So it's a Thursday through Sunday. And that Monday is Martin Luther King holiday. So, um, you know, you can get back home and get settled in before you have to go back. Um. So that has you know that has the the room. There's rooms available. Um. There's plenty of space available if someone would like to come and join us for that weekend. It tell you can you can sign up there um there is also an at-home version because i know this year has been really tough on a lot of budgets and there's a lot of other things going on and so um i've create i had i heard from a lot of people who said i really want to come but i just i can't i just can't swing it this year either for time or money or whatever so i created um an at home version because people wanted to say we're saying I'm just going to take another weekend in January and work on it on my own. So, I created an at home version of the retreat where you'll get a planning guide, a supply list, a schedule. Um you'll get the little swag bag gifts that I'm um I'm giving to everyone who comes live. You'll get um you'll get to attend, um, either live or the recording, whichever you want the opening and closing session. Like I said, there's not a lot of teaching, but I think that those opening and closing sessions were really special and memorable. And, um, so I want to offer that as well to the at home people to, nice. to kind of get started and to, and to finish up. So you can, if you're on the retreat page at do slash retreat, um, About, you know, just below where you sign up for the live retreat, there's a a link to the two at home versions. Um, so that's for the retreat. I've also got resources for that looking back and for the um, planning, creating your strategic plan. I'll give you those links. You can put in the show notes or they can come find me on social media at do a new thing, both Facebook and Instagram. And I'd be glad to share with them information about the free challenge, the um, build a better year strategic planning workshop and on um, both versions of the retreat. That is awesome. Yeah.
0: I have done the build a better year workshop and I almost never can do it live, which <laughs> I really like to do it live because then it's like this pressure of it's happening right now. And right, yeah. it's hard to get back to, but I've found that to be very helpful every year to go yeah. through and get Good. ready for the next year. So yes, I really encourage anybody who is feeling that, that flustered, confusion of of the ideas all wound up in a knot and you just can't figure out the first step and certainly not the second, third and fourth step, take the time to get with the Lord. And these resources are just fantastic. And come join us at this retreat because it is, it is such a special time. It is, it was one of those things that I did where I thought I'm just investing in my ministry. I'm going to invest in what I feel like God is calling me to do. And that can be very hard to do. You know i yeah. feel like i should be buying christmas gifts or something but
1: i'm excited to get all of y'all back together again so we have yeah. for this year's retreat we have some people returning from last year and we have some new people too so it's awesome. going to be cool to see you guys reconnect and then to see all the new people who come how um what the lord's up to in their ministries or businesses yeah. so uh, i'm excited to to have the weekend come up great well, Chris, you get you really food. great food. That's the best part. Oh, that you just get it was great, food. Food. <laughs> really good great food. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: looking forward to that restaurant again. It was still was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I am also going to put up a link to Krista's podcast, which has just one simple thing. Each podcast is about mm-hmm. one thing that can help move forward on business. So if you have not found Krista's podcast yet, I really encourage you to to go check it out and um, find a uh, Find an episode that kind of deals with uh, an issue that you are concerned about. And you're going to find very specific, simple, actionable step, which is what I appreciate. So, Krista, (laughs) you're the best. Thank you so (laughs) much for being here. And I will see you in January.
1: Thank you so much for letting me share about what's happening. And I, I hope to see some of your friends there with us.
0: Yeah, thank you.